1: At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K
0: just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with Kay.
1: Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org/sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media.
2: Welcome into another episode of The Buffalo Nerd, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top, brought to you by Minute Media and Fansighted. If this is your first time listening, welcome aboard. Thanks for being here. Uh, if you're already part of the Nerd Pop, excuse me, the Nerd Mafia, welcome home going to be a fun one. Uh, this past couple of weeks, we've kind of been uh, focusing on in-house our guys that are leaving the team or potentially leaving the team. Um, you know, some of those have come to fruition uh, this week already. We've seen some different things happen. There's a lot of rumors swirling around. Um, it's obviously yeah, it's, it's Thursday. Uh, it's about seven 30 on the Pacific coast when I'm, I'm kicking this off. So some of the guys that I'm going to talk about today, some things have already happened. We'll hit on it quick and, uh, and things like that, but the free agency things, uh, NFL's. Crazy right now, I mean, big time trades, people moving all over the place. Um, But I, you'll, I think you'll find as I chat a little bit in in my view of how this team functions, um, that we're right where we're supposed to be. Uh, But we'll get into that Um, because, like we do every week on the show, um, we do like to highlight a charity. Obviously, um, you know, some organization uh, that's doing something good out there, you know, making an impact on the world. Um, We definitely need those types of things you know especially when um you know you we've got crazies just in charge of people and places and things that they shouldn't be in charge of and it's just uh it's a wild world out there so when we got moments to uh, highlight people that are doing some good things uh that's kind of what this is all about so this week um we're going to highlight the National Marrow Donor Program um so the, also it's a NMDP um but you can find them at bethematch.org so it's, it's more about that, right? It's it's more about being the match um, because what they're kind of all about is, you know, donating bone marrow and donating cord blood and these things of this nature that they can utilize and, you know, potentially be matches to help people that end up getting diagnosed with leukemia, you know, other kind of blood cancers, that type of stuff. So it's it's a big deal. And I mean, I, I think if you do some research on it and you see some things on it and stuff of that nature you know, it's 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 a it's a tough process um but it it makes big big changes and big impacts for other people so if you head to be the um there's there's different way. i mean there's information on there um there's events going on there's different ways to support this you don't necessarily have to be like yeah i'm going to donate bone marrow i'm going to donate you know blood cor-, any of that kind of stuff i mean you can right it's it's there and the, that option options available and I, I think it's greatly appreciated um but you can also you know donate money um, donate time just donate sharing it with other people that you think might actually need it or be into helping it. Cause there's, I mean, there's restrictions and things of that nature. So, uh, but this week I just, deep down inside, it's nice to know that no matter what's going on, um, the chaos and complaining about who's being traded, where, and this, that, and the other, there's a, essentially a war happening right now. Right. Um, so we need to know that there's still things to be grateful for, and there's still things that are good out there. And so this is one of those things, all these charities that we highlight each and every week, um, all the organizations, everybody, you know, like there's still positive things out there. So make sure if you can send it to somebody, head over to be bethematch.org. All right. And make sure you guys check out the National Marrow Donor Program. So, I mean, <clears throat> as we get into the, the football stuff. I got, a, I got a long list of guys here that I've kind of been just kind of keeping my eye on because I, th- I, I think the Bills, like uh, there's a lot of mafia that are upset right now as the Khalil Mack trades are happening. It's like, why didn't we give up a two and like what they're giving up? It's like, well, there's money involved, right? I mean, that's why we're not doing a lot of what's taking place right now. But we're, str- we're strategically playing the situation right, I would say. We don't need to necessarily make this splash move, in my opinion. I, it, sure. I mean, if something out of the blue happens and some guy wants to take a, a probably a massive pay cut or we move somebody, I mean, there's a lot of rumors about Edmonds and stuff. I just, I don't know. Brandon Bean, the other day, speaking on him, he spoke highly of him, but that could also be just making sure he's speaking highly of him because he's trying to move him. Um, but there's just... I don't think that that's what this team is about right now. We're, we've made decisions so far that I talked about a couple of weeks. I mean, we cut two guys that were just clear cut candidates to be cut. I mean, the, the, uh, the money that was being saved for the production on the field was clear and obvious. So they're both gone. Um, you just signed the, the Kumaro got signed back today. Talked about that a couple weeks ago. Special teams more than anything. He's now more of the veteran kind of leader in the locker room as far as wide receivers behind Diggs. I mean, he's been around the league for a while. So he fits that role as well. And very cheap, right? So my approach to some of these free agents that I'm going to hit on today um, is how much do they cost me? Can they potentially be better than the person I'm not going to sign in their place? And are they younger? than the person that I'm going to sign in their place. Because if I'm going to even get the same production and I've got years to kind of develop that or I've got that for more years of longevity potentially, um, that I want to go that route first. So. I, do I, do I think any of these massive trades are going to happen with us? No. Do we have the draft capital to make something happen on draft day? Yes. Because there's not going to be a lot of rookies that are going to make this team, but it's not going to change what we do in free agency as far as the money situation. I, I anticipate, like I talked about a couple of weeks ago, we'll start seeing the restructuring coming soon. Right now, this is clearly the, okay, we want him. We want him. He's got to go. He's got to go, but. Klein, I do think that there's a potential that if we don't find something else or work out something else that we're looking for, that we go back to him with a a little less money and say, hey, man, if if you're willing to do it, we'd love to have you back. Um, Because he was not like a problem problem, but like his contract was a problem. But let's start out in the quarterback room, because for me, this is our biggest, our biggest hole like, I know we've got all these other kind of pieces to fill here and there, but the backup quarterback, I don't like what's out there really in any shape or form. Um College wise, I, I don't think that there's going to be anybody that I would be confident just being like, yeah, if he went down, yeah, throw him in. He's ready. Like, so it, it's, this is a big hole for me, but I'll move on it quickly because one of the guys that I was in, two of the guys actually on this are, they're restricted guys, you know, and they're, they're basically guys that you you have to wait for the other team to make their move on them. So they're probably not really going to happen. The one has already been re-signed. Today, um, actually, before I recorded this, Tyler Huntley was one of the guys that I was intrigued by because he stepped in for Lamar. I figured they wouldn't let him go, um, but they had those exclusive rights free agents on him. You know, they signed him um, undrafted and then he becomes exclusive. So they get first dibs at him and he was very cheap, right? You know, you're not gonna have to pay him a ton, but I like the versatility. Um, he's not going to have the same arm as Josh, but he's got that versatility. We could also utilize him as a guy that takes some of the running designed running plays that we've been giving Josh to save the body a little bit as we move forward. And he's young. He's like 23 years old. I think 24 years old. So uh, I wasn't anticipating we'd have a shot at him. We're not gonna. They, they re signed him today. Second guy up is also an exclusive rights guy. Um, and it's Kyle Allen, uh, Washington. I don't really like him. I like, like, it's not like I'm gonna be like, yeah, I want him. I want him. I want him. But if there's a guy out there that sneaks free, especially now with this Carson Wentz signing, um, they might, they might move on from him, right? Or give him an opportunity, basically saying, like, you're not gonna make it here. But, He's not really going to get an opportunity to be a starter somewhere. So an opportunity like coming to Buffalo, he would be cheap. He was on like a one year, $850,000 contract last year. I mean, I think you could get him cheap, but again, exclusive rights. So they could easily just keep him as the backup to Carson and keep trying to develop him. I mean, he's, he's a 26 years old. So, but if I had to take a guy, I'd say him now as far as just straight up free agents that we could walk up right up to right now and say, Hey, let, we want you the, the only guy I think I'm honestly would be okay. With. I mean, there's some guys I'd be okay with, but the one guy that I would say we should approach because of the, the fall would, would be a little less would be Mariota. Um, you know, there's the swirling about car potentially being moved. So maybe that's to keep Mariota around and let him have a shot at it again. And then you draft a guy and you know, you progress forward or you wait to sign somebody big next year, whatever it may be. But Mariota to me is the one that like he at least can do more of what Josh can do out of everybody that's available. Um, He was three and a half mil um, for the Raiders last year. We paid Mitch like 2.5 last year, somewhere in that range. So I I think we could align, right? And make it work. So if there was one guy out there right now that I said, hey, yeah, go get him. As far as a free agent, I would say he would be the guy. But again, I don't like the situation that we found ourselves in at quarterback. Next time I hit on running backs, it's not necessarily something that I think we need to, we need to really be worried about because I'm okay with where we're at. I'm, I'm curious to see what we do with the line more than saying that Singletary and Moss can't handle it, but we are losing Brita. You know, Jones is gone. So there's something's going to have to take place. And there's a couple of guys out there that I'm curious about. I got, I got four, four running backs here that I would say if we had a shot or we can make a move at them, I would do it. Sony Michelle is the first one. Um, I just basically he's he's still got tread on the tires. I think um, you know, and we've seen him. He's hurt us, you know, in certain games. He could be a productive player for us. He could be a different style of player for us. You know, Moss has kind of been meant to be kind of the the pounder, and he ha- it hasn't just really worked out yet. And then we transitioned to Devin like hundred percent at the end of the year. But Sony would be kind of one of those guys for me that he put he was cheap for the Rams when they took over. Now he's a free agent. He's a little older. Uh, you know, that's the kind of guy I'm looking for at this point, if I'm bringing in, if I'm Brandon Bean, because the running backs make up like two and a half percent of the cap. That's super low. If I can get production from that low of a number, I'm going to keep the number down there. We're paying three some million right now for both of our running backs. So if we can bring in a guy around low, another 1.1 million, that's what I'm looking for right now. I'm not looking for a splash and then we draft a guy or get an undrafted guy and give him a shot. Next guy is Jeff Wilson, San Fran, uh, injured, right? He's definitely got injury. He's got injury concerns for sure, but cheap in what you might catch. Like if you actually happen to get him where he just stays productive, maybe the Bill's training staff is that good and they can do something, you know, like, but he's a guy I would look at because he's proven to be successful in the NFL when he's been in a situation to be successful. So that's what I'm looking for. Next guy, uh, probably not really going to happen. And the money would probably be a little more expensive. And I'm not really sure how he fits exactly, but I think it would be nice to have him. And it's James Conner, you know, he came off of a nice season. He's got an opportunity to go out and get paid again by somebody. And I think that may be what he's going to do. Arizona is probably not going to let him get too far. Right. But I think he is still going to see what he can get somewhere else just in case somebody's willing to pay big money. He had a nice year. Uh, he, he played, he played, you know, a good percentage of it. So. That's, that's the kind of guy I'm looking for again. But like I said, I think he might be a little too high price for us at this point. Um, but if I could, especially with Singletary coming up next year, and then you've got Moss who will be like, like there's, and they're cheap. Everybody's cheap in that room that if he ends up just being good and you, you think he's got two, three more years, then maybe he becomes the guy and he could potentially do it with a few, a few downs off here and there. Alex Collins for me uh he's next he's 27 uh he he played for under a million last year if i had my druthers and one guy that i would take for sure it would be him um i i like the pass blocking i like he's he's got some speed but he he can catch the ball he can take hits i think he'd just be a nice versatile piece so if i was getting a running back it'd be alex collins um next because I, I don't want to run forever on this and i got a lot of guys that kind of want to hit on here i'm gonna hit the wide receivers next because there's a couple guys that i actually think would be um some intriguing pieces that are going to be kind of cheaper um you know because that's the theme of this if you haven't caught on yet i mean I'm, I'm trying to find role players that could be dynamite is what what we're trying to pull off right now so for me uh wide receiver room cedric wilson uh the cowboys there's there's the Cooper is going to cost a ton if they can't move him. They've got Lamb who's on a cheap deal, and then they've got uh, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Why can't I think of his name? A Gallup Michael Gallup, the other kid Michael Gallup, who they're trying to sign, right? And he he could eventually hit the market as well and get paid because he's available too. So that means Cedric Wilson uh, played on like two two point one the uh, market value right now is like pretty high around six million uh, average, but. He's, he's a younger guy. He's 26 years old. Uh, he's a little leaner, taller kind of speed. I, I, I think there's, that's what I'm looking for in wide receiver for Josh. If we're going to move off of like Beasley and those types of things, then the, I want a little height. I want to, I want to kind of work towards some height and stuff. So Cedric Wilson next up is DJ Shark. I know the Bills uh, looked at him back in 18. Um, uh, read a real good piece, uh, by Ryan Talibut on, you know, some of these guys that are coming up that the Bills drafted heavily into or not drafted, but they were digging into heavily during the draft in 18. Uh, and DJ Shark's one of those guys. He's coming off the injury. He's been injury prone. He, he, but he's young. I mean, you're talking about a 25 year old kid. So I, I think there's room to look at him and you might be able to get him cheap coming off of what he's coming off of. The one guy that I don't think we'll be able to get. Uh, especially with the Calvin Ridley news is I, I like Russell Gage. Uh, if there is some way to bring him in the building, uh, I think, I think that would be a good move. I, I like him. I think he could fit. I think he could really be a good, nice piece to this puzzle. Uh, didn't cost a lot last year. He had a good season though, and a more heightened role. So it'll be interesting to see what he gets paid. But for me, he would be one of those guys. Next up is uh, Laquan Treadwell. Um, hasn't been successful. Would be cheap, but Uh, there's something to me about putting them in the room with digs and letting them go to work and see what happens, especially if it's on a cheap deal. Uh, So for me, Laquan Treadwell would be a guy that I would be approaching. um, Again, he's got a little more size, uh, you know, just kind of, that's, i'm trying to build something a little bit taller and i want it to be cheap so he would be somebody else that i approach tight ends i got just a couple guys one of them um, obviously news broke earlier that Evan Ingram is potentially on the bill's radar uh, and i have him down as one of the guys he's 27 he hasn't clicked hasn't had great quarterback play um, but he's had some drop problems um, the number that they're estimating him he I, i'm a little surprised that we're chatting with him if it's that number if we can get him down Great. Uh, Gerald Everett's the other one, uh, played in a big number last year, um, for Seattle injured, um, you know, coming from the Rams. He's still, he's still a younger guy in that room, 27. I do like the idea of having another nice tight end piece with Dawson Knox in case we really saw when Knox went down this last season that the offense really kind of struggled all of a sudden. Like we didn't really realize that Knox was that important. And then all of a sudden it struggled. So I think having a nice piece behind not really behind, also probably out there. Uh, I think that's why Ingram's being looked at is because you could run him in the slot, but having depth at the tight end to not have to take that dip like we did last year. Will Dillisley, he's the other guy on the radar, but he's definitely more of a blocking um kind of tight end, but I like his value coming from Seattle. There's going to be a little bit of a rebuild happening over there, so maybe he just wants to bail, and he he's a nice culture fit kind of piece, I think, as well. Offensive line, there's not really much in the free agent market that I'm like super sold on. I, that's why I've, I'm, I'm kind of still on board with just re-signing a couple of our guys back that I mentioned, like Bates and Botker. I think we bring them back, maybe draft again. Cody Ford will probably stick around, I think, through this based on his numbers. And we just see where we're at with the new offensive line coach. Defensively, Hassan Reddick, uh, you know, and Kemu Gruger uh, Hill are two guys for me, um, defensive and like outside of linebacker positions that, those are, those are the guys that I'm looking for, a cheap kind of edge rusher that's productive. And if you put them in a culture of wor- a working system, they're successful. And they both were successful at it last year. Reddick's probably going to be way, way too much money. So realistically for me, uh, I've got Kruger Hill and then Derek Barnett, um, true edge, more guy. Kruger Hill could be kind of more of that you know, outside linebacker type of role. Um, so those two guys for me are some cheap opportunities that I think uh, the Bills should approach. Redick, I, I, if he was like one of these defensive names that we're hearing about these high profile defensive players that are like, Hey, I want to come play there. If he was one of those guys, he's been, he's been productive. So I I'd be excited for that interior. I got two names written down. Um, I went, B.J. Hill from Cincinnati, they might bring him back. He had a very nice year uh, there, and he was cheap last year. Maybe a little raised with how much success they had. And Christian uh, Covington over at the L.A. Chargers. Um, Very nice, productive season. Again, just cheaper, blue-collar, hardworking. I think if you put them in this role with this team that's built around them, they will be successful. Now... Couple linebackers I added uh, Anthony Walker and DeAndre Campbell. Um, I just, with Klein leaving, right, and Milano's had some injury stuff, Edmonds is potentially gone after next year, even though I do think that somehow he's going to end up being signed to a, a bigger contract with this team. I just, his youth, I think, is so intriguing to an NFL team that well, just let him keep going. He's bound to get better and he's bound to get better, but he's so young and he hasn't been really hurt. So I, you know, but if there's a couple of guys that I could add that are uh, kind of special teams level help and cheap, those will be two guys that I would kind of be uh, looking to see if we can make some moves with. I got uh, three cornerbacks written down. Bobby McCain. Uh, he was with uh, Washington last year. PJ Williams from New Orleans and then a hello uh, weather Spoon from or weather spoon, excuse me, from Pittsburgh. All undrafted, all on un, uh, UFA guys, so they're unrestricted. We can make moves on them at any time. McCain had a nice season in Washington last year. Uh, I think there's a little bit of, you know, you've got that Ron Rivera and the McDermott piece to it, and those guys. And I, I think he he had a very nice system. That when you're only looking for two, and you're talking about a cheaper number with a guy that can excel and exceed like Levi Wallace has, um you You go that level p j williams he's twenty eight as well uh the same as Bobby McCain, so their guys that are a little older. maybe we can get them at lower numbers because we're get we're we're on the fringe right they're they're potentially looking at joining a Super Bowl contender right that's what we have now that's why everything that I'm talking about and suggesting is it' it's cheap because we we don't need a ton. we should also be in the situation where some of these guys are going to take less i mean when's the last off season that you remember in all of Bill's time that there was reports of free agents reaching out to the team? Like, please, you guys want to, would you want to talk to me? Like, I want to, I want to be part of what you're doing. So, we need to take that approach and when we're filling our holes, you know, we need money to pay our draft picks. So when people are talking about trades and bringing on big contracts and stuff, it's like, we still have to pay our draft picks as well. That takes money. So you're, you have to make big moves for this team right now. We'll see some of them, but we'll, we'll see what happens with it. The only other two guys I got uh, is kind of safety position and they're not really necessary. They would just be kind of, maybe we bring them in if, if the number's right to compete, because Hyde and Poyer are eventually going to have to not be on this team. It will take place at some point or another. So Xavier Woods from Minnesota, um, there's a lot of ch- there's a lot of churn right now that Minnesota might try to do an overhaul. And if you're if you're coming from a team that's trying to do an overhaul and you don't really want to be part of an overhaul and a team that's winning again, is willing to pay you to come and play there. I I I think we really have a true opportunity. I mean, this guy's 26 years old. You bring him in, you sign him to a two, three year deal, two with a third year option. I mean, you're, he's at 29 looking at another deal. So it's a good thing for him and it's a good thing for this team. So somebody like Xavier Woods, and we keep hearing all the. Uh, today I've been hearing it everywhere is like, it's going to be, we're going to trade Edmonds to Pittsburgh. I'm actually looking the other way at it. And his brother, the safety, is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, I mean, like, he he's going to be pricey, but realistically, like maybe he would rather play with his brother in Buffalo and he does that at a lower number. So I'm looking at it the other way. Like let's bring his brother to Buffalo. I mean, he's 25 years old. He could be the next safety in Buffalo, especially if his brother ends up signing long-term, you keep him on a two, three year deal. You're building a very, very tight unit here. So those are all the guys that I kind of have. I, I think we're going to have a new punter. I didn't really dive into who's available. I saw today that Dallas, others uh, talked to Dallas's pro bowl punter. Um, they're not going to bring him back. So, I mean, there might be some guys available, but uh, I'm thinking the only other move you really make at this point is you, you put some faith in a rookie punter, you know, and you, you go out and you find them. I mean, you've got Bass now who's a couple of years in, he's young. Uh, I would anticipate he's going to be the guy for the future. So maybe you find that punter and then you just, you you build your your long term special teams unit uh, minus you know Reed Ferguson he's been around for a while and he should be able to stick around for much longer but you know eventually we'll have to move on there but as we go through this and we should start seeing the restructuring because we do need money to at least sign draft picks we have to remember that. So there is gonna be some movement still coming. Um, I would anticipate as we're moving towards the free agency period. But these are kind of my guys and the type of guys that I'm looking for, I would say at this point in time. I want want to try different pieces, right? My holes are not big. So if I can get a younger, cheaper version or a younger, maybe elevated version that seems to be rising right now and just needs to be in a right situation to have a great team around him and they'll truly excel that's where i'm at with this roster. i don't i don't know that a big splash is going to do it for me. i don't i don't want to be the rams. i want to be we've watched the new england patriots do it to us for 17 years. they never hardly ever made big huge splashes. they barely spent money in free agency. they built a winner and they let people come to them and play at lower numbers and continue to win. That's what the Buffalo Bills should be. So I, I think Bean and McDermott like that style, and they want to roll that way, and that's what we're going to see. I'm not going to be 100% completely stunned if something crazy doesn't pop off. right? Like I mentioned, we got draft capital to move. I would almost, in this draft, take our one, and I would take our probably three, four, five, and everything past that and potentially just move it and try to come up back up into the second round and maybe draft three, four guys in the front end of this draft, and then just go after some undrafted guys and see what happens because we, we lost two guys off of our team last year that we drafted. So it's, it's, it's going to be tough, but all right. That's going to do it for the, the free agency focus this week of just kind of some guys that I'm looking at, what I think we might see happen. A couple of these names we've already been linked to. A um, couple of guys are already gone, unfortunately, I think, and maybe we're never even in the realm of possibility. But it was more about what I think is supposed to take place this offseason. And uh, there's still more to come, of course. But as we're moving forward, uh, yeah, we're just going to keep continuing down the road and see what happens in the free agency market as things start heating up. We hit the tamper period. Uh, and then we'll start looking at the draft and seeing what we think is going to really take place because Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised and not really surprised because of just how consistent we've been, but that's going to do it uh, for this week's show. Thanks again, everybody for showing up and listening, watching whatever you may be doing. Um, Make sure that you guys head over to bethematch.org and check out what they are up to over there. Very cool organization. If you can help out, um, please do so or pass that information along. Uh, Make sure you guys are heading over to Buffalo lowdown. Brandon's been pumping out a lot of good stuff over there. Uh, I like, he's got a good opinion he you know he's not uh, crazy about a lot of the stuff he talks about and he highlights a lot during the off season so make sure you guys are heading over there checking that out uh, of course the buffalo nerd is obviously the podcast for that specific page so if you head over there you can check out the newest episode while you're there as well but also make sure you guys are following along on all the social channels uh, we got the tiktok youtube facebook instagram twitter we're there Hit us up. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting busy over the off season here, uh, getting ready for another great season there in Buffalo. Uh, but you guys can find me over at the BuffaloNerd.com, and of course, go build. You just listen to the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast.
0: Make sure you leave a review and subscribe. So you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out.
1: Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator